Good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Fernando. I am an alcoholic and your secretary for this meeting. Let's go ahead and open it with a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Like I said, I am Fernando, an alcoholic. Are there any other alcoholics that are listening? Welcome. Welcome to this session. Today we'll be reading uh, November 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 of the Daily Reflections. And then I'll comment after that. After we read that, we're going to be reading a portion of 24-hour little book. And then we'll read The Grapevine, a story from The Grapevine. And then from my sponsor, King Solomon, we'll read a portion from his book. So here we go. I cannot change the wind. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a set of fall. From Alcoholic Anonymous, page 85, for November the 5th of the Daily Reflections. My first sponsor told me there were two things to say about prayer and meditation. First, I had to start, and second, I had to continue. When I came to AA, my spiritual life was bankrupt. If I considered God at all, He was to be called upon only when my self-will was incapable of a task or when overwhelming fears had eroded my ego. Today I am grateful for a new life, one which my prayers are those of thanksgiving. My prayer time is more for listening than for talking. I know today if I cannot change the wind, I can adjust my sail. I know the difference between superstition and spirituality. I know there is a grateful way of being right and many ways to be wrong. (laughs) Beautiful. November the 2nd. Keep optimism afloat. The other steps can keep most of us sober and somehow functioning, but step 11 can keep us growing. Language of the Heart, page 240. A sober alcoholic finds it much easier to be optimistic about life. Optimism is the natural result of my finding myself gradually able to make the best rather than the worst of each situation. As my physical sobriety continues, I come out of the fog, gain a clear perspective, and I'm better able to determine what course of action to take. As a vital as physical sobriety is, I can achieve a greater potential for myself by developing an ever-increasing willingness to avail myself of the guidance and direction of a higher power. My ability to do so comes from learning and practicing the principles of the AA program. The melding of my physical and spiritual sobriety produces the substance of a more positive life. November the 3rd, Focusing and Listening There is a direct linkage among self-examination, meditation, and prayer. Taken separately, these practices can bring much relief and benefit. 12 and 12, page 98. If I do my self-examination first, 
then surely I have enough humility to pray and meditate because I'll see and feel my need for them. Some wish to begin and end with prayer, leaving the self-examination and meditation to take place in between, whereas others start with meditation, listening for advice from God about their still hidden or unacknowledged defects. Still others engage in written and verbal work on their defects, ending with a prayer of praise and thanksgiving. These three, self-examination, meditation, and prayer, form a circle without a beginning or an end. No matter where or how I start, I eventually arrive at my destination. A better life. Wow. November the 4th, a daily discipline. When they, self-examination, meditation, and prayer are logically related and interwoven, the result is an unshakable foundation for life. 12 and 12, page 98. The last three steps of the program invoke God's loving discipline upon my willful nature. If I devote just a few moments every night to a review of the highlights of my day, along with a, an acknowledgement of those aspects that didn't please me so much, I gain a personal history of myself, one that is essentially to my journey into self-discovery. I was able to note my growth or lack of it and to ask in prayerful meditation to be relieved of those continuing shortcomings that caused me pain. Meditation and prayer also teach me the art of focusing and listening. I find the turmoil of the day gets tuned out as I pray for His will and guidance. The practice of asking Him to help me in my strivings for perfection puts a new slant on the tedium of the day. Because I know there is honor in any job done well, the daily discipline of prayer and meditation will keep me in fit, spiritual condition, able to face whatever the day brings without the thought of a drink. <laughs> November the 5th. This has to do with the quality of faith. In no deep or meaningful sense have we ever taken stock of ourselves. We had not even prayed rightfully. We had always said, Grant me my wishes instead of thy will be done. 12 and 12. Traditions, page 32. God does not grant me material possessions, take away my suffering, or spare me from disasters, but he does give me a good life, the ability to cope, and peace of mind. My prayers are simple. First, they express my gratitude for the good things in my life, regardless of how hard I have to search for them. And second, I ask only for the strength and the wisdom to do his will. He answers me with solutions to my problems, sustaining my ability to live through daily frustrations with a serenity I did not believe existed and with the strength to practice the principles of AA in all of my everyday affairs. Amen and amen. I'm kind of curious what this tomorrow would be, the sixth. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him. 12 and 12, Tradition, page 96, November the 6th, Daily Reflections. The first words I speak when I arise in the morning are, 
I arise, O God, to do your will. Everyone say that after me. Say, I arise, O God, to do your will. One more time, please. I arise, O God, to do your will. Again. I arise, O God, to do your will. This is the shortest prayer I know, and it is deeply ingrained in me. Prayer doesn't change God's attitude toward me. It changes my attitude toward God. As distinguished from prayer, meditation is a quiet time without words. To be centered is to be physically relaxed, emotionally calm, mentally focused, and spiritually aware. Again, to be centered is to be, one, physically relaxed, two, emotionally calm, three, mentally focused, four, and spiritually aware. And I would add five, having happiness and laughter and joy along the road on top of that. One way to keep the channel open and to improve my conscious contact with God is to maintain a grateful attitude. A grateful attitude. On the days when I am grateful, good things seem to happen in my life. The instant I start cursing things in my life, however, the flow of good stops. God did not interrupt the flow. My own negativity did. Beautiful, beautiful readings of life. Amen. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, 24 hour today. Today, November the 5th. A couple of things I wanted to say about that, Fernando Alcoholic, is uh, the, that when I become condemning, criticizing, judging, cynical, you know, or making fun of somebody so I can get the... the uh, the group laughing, you know, I, I have a lot of character defects, folks, and they're meant for wise, uh, respectful opportunities, but not to be used in the wrong, like booze had me using everything in the wrong. So the minute I start complaining, criticizing in that form, condemning, the flow of good thoughts because I taken over my own will. That's not God's will. God's will is, you know, encouragement. Uh, what good can I find in another person? Thanking God for the knuckleheads that are around me that are trying to get me to act like them. Thank God for them. Thank God for the anger around me that's trying to get me to be angry. The discouragement, the down in the mouth. I need to keep an optimism afloat. Keep thanking God for the problems and staying on top of them. Understand that wrong, sin, anything to do that wants to get my lunch. It wants to eat me up along with others and friends and family members. And they're, they're after the peace and the joy. We just hang around surrendered people, people that are not judgmental, that are like children, and all will go well. Amen. A lot of us come hurt to AA because of the, the malicious mouths of parents, brothers and sisters, associates, husband and wives. I remember when, uh, when I was first 
married as a very, very young guy, 19 years old or something, 20 years old. I had two kids, two boys. And I would, I would see, you, see you later, honey. I'm going to work. You effing bastard mother, son of a bitch, ba 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 ba. And I felt like I had no legs when I went to work. <laughs> so that portion when it said we, we never know grow new ones. Well, I hope so, because that's exactly how I felt. I felt like I was walking to work on my knees, you know, after all those words were said. So, but I thank God for that experience, you know. I was trying to provide for the family, and I couldn't do like so-and-so, and frustrations. And actually, it was just a disease. The, the disease, we all had the disease. Not living the way God intended it for us to live. So, God bless God bless them. I thank God for all my experiences, for they have taught me the good side of life. I have learned what doesn't work. You know, and I'm thankful that I'm here, fully clothed and in my right mind, swinging at good principles. He's trying to hit them over the fence so I can run the bases and collect the rewards. <laughs> all right. Our second book is... 24 hour a day, November the 5th, a thought for the day. During our thoughts about the rewards, isn't that a coincidence? During our thoughts about the rewards that have come to us as a result of our new way of living, we find that we have new kinds of homes, new relationships with our spouses and our children, also peace, contentment, hope, faith, charity, and new ambition. What are some of the things we have lost? Each one of us can answer this question in many ways. I have lost much of my fear. It used to control me. It was my master. It paralyzed my efforts. Fear always got me down. It made me an introvert, an ingrown person. Whoa. When fear was replaced by faith, I got well and happy. Have I lost some of my fears? Yes, yes, yes. Meditation for today. The world would soon be brought close to God. His will would sooner be done on earth if all who acknowledge him gave themselves unreservedly to being used by him. God can use every human being as a channel for divine love and power. What delights the bringing of the world Closer to God is the backwardness of his followers. If each one lived each day for God and allowed God to work through him, then the world would soon be drawn much closer to God, its founder and preserver. Wow, what beautiful things. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may be used as a channel to express the divine love I pray that I may so live as to bring God's spirit closer to the world. Amen. Yes, uh, Fernando Alcoholic, yesterday's experience was, uh, did some help. My brother, they're building a backyard shed. So we had to lay down some brick to build a shed on top, some 12 and 12, and went to uh, Home Depot to buy less than 100 of them. And I told my brother, uh, that pallet is not going to fit on my pickup truck. We're going to have to take those big bricks one by one and place them on the bed of the truck. And there was four of us, the two younger, his son and his son's son. 
and ready to help. Well, they left before the truck, so I had to unload the truck. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I just I was okay with it. I was physically fit. I've been going to the to the gym, whatever. I was able to help out. And then we had to unload the brick, and then the young men, they helped us do that. Uh, the point I'm making is we went to eat to lunch afterwards, and we had a good lunch. And my body is Saturday. I've been working all week long. I didn't. I like to rest on Saturdays, but I, I told my brother that I would help him in this moving, you know, and spend time with, with loved one that uh, he's not drinking right now. Well, he's not excessively, okay? And uh, so I had a chance to spend time and not criticize, judge, condemn, and grow a little. How many, how many of us don't know how much we can grow among family members with this program? And it challenges us. See if we can pass the test that we've been studying. Fate, turn it over, let go, let God. So the point I'm making, after we finished the, the food, we went to a Mexican restaurant, of course, after we finished the food, I um, I said I said to myself, oh man, I I didn't feel it. I was drained. I walked outside and I well, my brother paid the bill and I I breathed and then I said three times. I blurted out, "Thy will be done, Thy will be done, Thy will be done." And you know what? I don't know if I said it three times, but I said it and something from left field came and hit me in my head. The thing said, there's a seminar at 1 o'clock, the 12-step Al-Anon. They're going to have all the long-timer speakers, speakers that are going to come from all over the place to speak about what they've been doing the last 30 years, 35 years, 40 years, and how their lives turn out. And those are well-read books right there, well-read books, you know. just. And that was God's will for me. I ended up saying my goodbyes. My brother was was feeling the same way I was, and all our work was done. And I got there five minutes before one before the seminar started in my work boots and my all my work clothing and grubby as can be and tired. And they had coffee and they had tea and munchies and but the most important thing, the people did not put me to sleep. I was not put to sleep because they were coherent, they were sharp, they're real life situations, and they kept humor alive to keep us, and they gave us breaks, you know, about three 10 minute breaks to get out there and stretch. And what a fabulous, intelligent seminar came out of the Elanon ladies, the people there. There was, there was about I felt a little strange. There was only two men and about 20 gals there, mostly up in age. And um, and then I, I, I like to sit in the front. And they said, no, those are reserved for the elderly, you know, the speakers or whatever. Well, a lot of them didn't show up. You know, it was maybe three quarters full. And finally, the lady came up and said, if you want to sit up there, I, I went to go sit. So I want to look at people. I would just look at the speaker. And, uh, and my AA, excuse me, my AA, yes, my AA and Al-Anon <clears throat> sponsee that I started came and he sat, <clears throat> he sat in the table with me and we laughed and we had a good time and we listened and he stood there for all the session too.
What a deal. What a deal. Say, God will never leave us alone when we're doing His will. <clears throat> Amen. Okay. Let's move right on along. Another reading from a grapevine. We'll be reading November the 12th, November 2012. And uh, the book, the grapevine story is called Odd Ducks. Ducks that are odd. An alcoholic with Asperger's, Asperger is grateful that we're all in this together. I guess that's a, a sickness, huh? A-S-P-E-R-G-E-R, -E -E Asperger. After six months in AA, I noticed that my emotions had evened out for the most part, but many other things were still difficult for me. Tasks that most people find easy overwhelmed me. I often needed long periods of inactivity, such as staring into space or walking aimlessly through my apartment in order to function the rest of my day. There was also no sign of me becoming more social than I had been before. At least outside of the AA rooms, I had thought that AA would magically be the answer to all of these outside problems. I even hoped that the program would make me a good school teacher. I had already failed in two separate opportunities, but it had been my dream from an early age. Years before I came to AA, Mom had suggested that I get a psychological re-evaluation. I had always refused for two reasons. First, I knew I was normal and that it was everybody else who was the problem. Second, I think that underneath it all, I was scared. I would be found to be insane. Because of the support of AA and the honesty it encourages and demands, <clears throat> last year I became willing to see a new psychiatric for a second opinion. Not only was I willing, I also was as honest and forthcoming as I could be with him. After two sessions, he diagnosed me with Asperger's syndrome, which is a milder form of autism. It explained perfectly why I had such trouble with such situations in reading body language, why I have a hard time multitasking, and why the noise and organized confusion of a typical classroom makes it difficult for me to function, much less be at my best. Hmm, I wonder if I have that. <laughs> so just short of my first AA anniversary, I was forced to confront the fact that my childhood dream of becoming a beloved and respected teacher of any kind of teacher for that matter, would never come to pass. At the same time, I came to understand when my social life had been so non-existent. It isn't easy to accept the fact that normal activities such as starting a simple conversation or dating that most people take for granted demand a great deal of thought and effort on my part. If I had been given my diagnosis in February 2008 before coming into AA, I would have thought my life was over. I would have either killed myself immediately or would have more likely drunk myself to death. There is no way I would have bothered with AA. Even without the diagnosis, I had already started thinking about suicide. And yet, I didn't find out about my condition until 11 months later. Could that be God's timing? I'm starting to think so. And it... It gets better. 
On page 15 of the big book, Bill writes, Many times I have gone to my old hospitals in despair. On talking to a man there, I would be amazingly lifted up and set on my feet. It is the design for living that really works in rough going. In other words, doing 12-step work saves his life on numerous occasions. This depressed me when I first read it. Bill, in part, is saying that AA is by nature a social program, that one cannot work it successfully alone. Despite my bizarre decision to go into teaching, I am obviously not a social person. Therefore, AA should not have worked for me. It should have scared me away immediately. Even the psychiatrist I saw pointed it out when I told him about being an AA member. He was happy that I was sober, but amazed that I, AA would work for someone with Asperger's. Obviously, he didn't really understand the program, but his amazement only points out what an incredible organization AA is. When I think about it, miracles like mine happen on a daily basis. People with OCD join hands with others for the Lord's Prayer. People with ADHD sit through hour-long meetings, often seven days each week. People with severe anxiety give comments and lead in front of large groups. To quote the big book again, There are those, too, who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. It is true, most important of all for us, Every day, millions of hopeless drunks all over the world don't drink. As you can see, sobriety hasn't kept life from happening. I have been forced to confront reality and to learn to live my life on life's terms. Meditation on the serenity prayer has helped me to deal with everything on my plate. I know that I cannot change the fact that I will always be an alcoholic and that I will always have Asperger's. But I know that I do not have to drink about that or anything else. Instead of bemoaning the fact that I am an old duck, I can choose to connect with my fellow alcoholics, other odd ducks, and to my higher power. I can choose to be of service in any way I can instead of isolating and letting my alcoholism and Asperger's symptoms take over and slowly drive me toward depressive drinking and death. Alcoholics Anonymous and my higher power are why I am rarely depressed, anxious, or filled with rage anymore. If I am not always happy, joyous, and free, at least I am usually accepting and serene. Already many of the promises in the big book are coming true for me. I don't know what God's purpose is for my life, at least not yet. All I have to know is that He wants me to be of help, both in and out of the rooms of AA. That's all I really need to know right now. Ben S. from Skokie, Illinois. Thank you, Ben, for sending us such an interesting, cognitive, beautiful story. You know, I'm Fernando Alcoholic. I'm, I'm calling... People, I'm in the Home Depot yesterday. I'm calling a guy who said he's got suicide thoughts, and I said, I hope he answers. He hasn't answered in two weeks, guys. 
And finally, he called me last night, and I called him many times, no answer, so I called him back this morning. And how you doing, Randy? You know, depression's got a hold of him. So very basically, I told him what I'm doing, helping my brother, you know, you know, uh, being of help and service. And I was working on my truck, and he was working on his truck. So I was happy of that. You know, we can change people's lives. You know, the magnificent thing about this program is the words germinate. The words take off. When they say, thy will, not mine, be done, that is so significant to me. I experienced it yesterday, that God speaks to us through thoughts. When we say, you know, thy will be done, when I'm in a corner and I want to do this or I want to do left, I'll just say it out loud. I'm starting, I'm practicing getting the wisdom, the joy, the laughter, the energy, the strength and direction of my higher power that I always call them the powers of good. The powers of good want me to grow, establish, help, laugh, enjoy, read, be interested, and have something of value to give to others, like enthusiasm. Enthusiasm makes all the difference in the world. We force ourselves to act enthusiastic, we choose to become enthusiastic. We act enthusiastic, and it happens. It happens, you know. It just comes from the inside. You know that the word enthusiasm in the Greek is God within. So all we're doing is drumming up God, you know, hitting the drums. Okay, here's God. He's coming out of us. Amen. All right, guys, I know I... I had my coffee and my little exercise this morning, and it's time change today. It's really 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> or no, it's 6.30 in the morning, right? 6.30. Yep, it'll fall, fall backwards. Okay, let's go ahead and read today's uh, proverb. You know, I'm going to read Proverbs 3 because it's, even though it's the fifth, and in the Amplified, well, there goes, we're going to read it in another translation. Okay, we're going to read it in the Message Bible. Let's see if I, if I can get it. Sometimes my computer um, jumps around because it, got, it wants me to pay money to access these things. And uh, Let's see if it'll work. Looks like it's working. The Message Bible, Proverbs 3. King Solomon, my sponsor. Here we go. Don't assume you know it all. Good friend, don't forget all I taught you. Take it to heart, my commands. They'll help you live a long life. Long time, a long-lived life, full and well. Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. <clears throat> Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials on your heart. Don't lose your grip on optimism and enthusiasm. As funny as you may feel, just keep at it. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials on your heart. Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. Wow. Happy, joyous, and free is, the, uh, is our 
goal, and that's what happened. That's what's attractive to me in AA. People living cognitive, strengthened lives that spoke volumes to me. That's what I wanted, you know. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own, okay? <clears throat> Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Your barns will burst out. Your wine's vast will brim over. But don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline. <clears throat> don't sulk under his loving correction. It's the child he loves that God corrects. A father delights is behind all of this. You're blessed when you meet wisdom. We'll call her Lady, Lady Wisdom. When you make friends with Madam Insight. <clears throat> it's funny, I went to an Elnaw meeting to, yesterday for four hours, and that's all I met. And I was blessed to listen to Lady Wisdom get up there in the podium and the friends I made with Madam Insight. Very insightful people. I don't think you can get anywhere in the world uh, a cognitive, understanding, wise individuals other than uh, Alna meeting full of of intelligent people, mothers who we trusted when we when they nurtured us. They nurtured us with with good words and with love, and gave us uh, confidence to go out there in life. And alcohol and drugs destroyed all that. We, we became bankrupt. We weren't pour, pouring in blessings of love and wisdom anymore into our lives. So that's exactly what we produce. We produce horrific situations that society had to deal with. Undisciplined individuals out of their minds and with their compassion, putting us in jail, keep trying to keep us safe from our own selves, until the compassionate society, the judge, sentenced us to AA, sentenced us either to a prison, institutions, or death. But they chose to send us to AA, and boom, wisdom dropped into our hearts. Understanding came into our lives and picked us up and said, wow, I want more of this. It feels good. Literature feels good. Amen. All right, let's get back. You're blessed when you meet Lady Wisdom, when you make friends with Madam Insight. She's worth far more than money in the bank. Her friendship is better than a big salary. Her value exceeds all the trappings of wealth. Nothing you can wish for holds a candle to her. With one hand, she gives long life. With the other, she confers recognition. Her manner is beautiful, her life wonderfully complete. She's the very tree of life to those who embrace her. Hold her tight and be blessed. With Lady Wisdom, God formed the earth. With Madam Insight, he raised heaven. They knew when to signal rivers and springs to the surface and dew to descend from the night skies. 
Dear friend, guard clear thinking and common sense with your life. Dear friend, guard clear thinking and common sense. Come on now. Don't for a minute lose sight of them. You'll keep your soul alive and well. They'll keep you fit and attractive. Keep guard clear thinking and common sense with you. You'll never trip. You'll neither tire nor trip. You'll travel safely. You'll take afternoon naps without a worry. You'll enjoy a good night's sleep. No need to panic over alarms or surprises or predictions that doomsday just around the corner. Because God will be right there with you. He'll keep you safe and sound. Never walk away from someone who deserves help. Your hand is God's hand for that person. Don't tell your neighbor, maybe some other time, or try me tomorrow, when the money's right there in your pocket. Don't figure ways of taking advantage of your neighbor when he's sitting there trusting and unsuspecting. Don't walk around with a chip on your shoulder, always spoiling for a fight. Don't try to be like those who shoulder their way through life. Why be a bully? Why not, you say? Because God can stand twisted souls. It's the straightforward who get his respect. God's curse blights the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He gives proud skeptics a cold shoulder. But if you're down on your luck, he's right there to help. Wise living gets rewarded with honor. Understand this? Wise living gets rewarded with honor. Stupid living gets the booby prize. And and all this podcast started with rewards, and it ends with, if you live stupidly, you'll be honored with a booby prize. But if you live wise and understanding and learning, you'll be rewarded with honor and joy and laughter. Thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. I love you. God bless you. Let's go ahead and pray out with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working.